0: Do you want to increase leads today? No matter what stage of business you're in, if so, stick around because my guest is sharing all about that today. Calling all photographers! I have a free masterclass that talks about the ten mistakes that photographers make when using Pinterest to market their business. I hope you'll join me. The link is the PinterestQueen.com/slash-photographers, or just go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the program. Welcome back. If you're new here, I am Jen Vasquez, a Pinterest marketing strategist who brings in marketing experts on all marketing subjects so that you can take action and grow your business. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel or to the podcast so that you're notified every single time a new interview is released. Today, I'm so excited to be talking with Brooke Jefferson, Brooke of Brooke Jefferson education. Brooke is a believer, a wife, a mother, and a photographer, as well as a photography business coach. She helps photographers make full-time income so that they can fulfill their roles in life and with joy. She is also the host of a top 1% globally ranked podcast for photographers, book more client photography podcasts. And I know I have listeners out there that are photographers. So definitely make a note of that podcast. Brooke is on a mission to impact thousands of photographers to show them that you can in fact run a profitable and sustainable business without burning out or neglecting your family. And don't we all need that? Welcome Brooke. So happy to have you here.
1: Hi, Jen. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on your show because your show is full of so much value. And I hope I can bring that much, that much value to your listeners today. So thanks for having me. I
0: know you will because we just had a whole chat before this, and I'm really excited for her content, so definitely give a listen. Um, I always like to start out with my guests, so this is probably no surprise, but I love to find out sort of how you got where you are today, sort of the different jobs and things that really made you who you are today and the business that you're running today.
1: Of course. Okay, so let's go a decade back. I found myself, I was 19 and pregnant. And I was originally going to college, but I took a year off, obviously, for you know obvious reasons. And I had, just like any mom does with her kids, wants to photograph them. They're so cute, and they're not going to stay babies forever. And so I actually started my business by borrowing a camera. It wasn't even my own. It was, it was my boyfriend's mom and I borrowed her camera and pretty much never gave it back. And it's totally fine because she's my mother-in-law now. (laughs) (laughs) That's so (laughs) great. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, yeah, for sure. Like, here you go. And so I love taking pictures of Braylee, my daughter. And then one day I photographed for my really good friend and her daughter. There was something that happened at that session. And I was like, I love this. It was like a fire, a passion, and I just wanted to chase after it. And so I did. I had people, I asked people, people were asking me. And before I knew it, I had a full business in my lap within six months. And I kind of had to figure it out. At the same time, I had a desire to go to college to finish my degree. I'd always wanted to be a teacher. And so I did that and also got married during going back to college and, and still having a toddler and then got pregnant and I was going to have my second child. And so at graduation, I was seven months pregnant and knew I was not going to get hired at a public school. I just, I just knew the odds were very slim for having a due date at the beginning of the school year as a first time teacher. Well, fast forward, I was right, did not happen. Um, and so I ended up, staying at home, still having the photography business, you know, and juggling that being pregnant, having a baby. I think I literally took a four week break and I was back to photographing clients. It was, it was a lot. Um, but I found myself in 2016 in in December. I, I mean, I distinctly remember this just kind of being at the lowest of lows, both mentally and spiritually, financially, all the things with a newborn and a toddler, just kind of being like, is is this it? Is this all there is, right? It's kind of had a rock bottom moment there. And um, so I just started praying for an alternative. If I can't teach, you know, like give me something to do. And I actually ended up getting hired to teach Um, two weeks later over Christmas break, a teacher left her position and they needed it filled. So I became the new kindergarten teacher on top of that. I signed with the network marketing company at that time. And so I was teaching, running a photography business, two kids at home and trying to figure out how in the world I was going to run this other business as well. Um, so all the things and and honestly, people who know me in real life are like, that is a very that's so Brooke, that's so typical that you don't just like sit and do one thing. Um, so fast forward, that year 2017 really opened my eyes to the possibilities of really like I could actually take photography and do it as a career. So just to 2017 was like, it was a year it was a whirlwind. So I'm going to sum it up right here. The week I took the teaching job, my brother passed away and I had to deal with grief on top of building businesses, on top of being a wife and a mom. And I'm telling you, it was a wake-up call. And so I saw life differently and I had to navigate through all of this. And I just really felt like God was calling me to drop all the rest and and dive into the photography business. So I ended up Dragging my heels, but I eventually let all the other things go. And I finally left my teaching job and went full-time into photography, And which I technically was running a full-time photography business for years at this point, just adding a lot of extra yes. crap on top yes. of it. <laughs> and uh, I left, I I officially left May of 2018, and I have never looked back since. And since then, I have turned around to help other photographers do the exact same thing.
0: Yes. And I know you have a podcast. Let us know the name of that podcast.
1: Yes. It's Bookmore clients, photography podcast. And that was the show that I started in 2019, really just to be that helping hand to turn around and say, Hey, here's what I've done. And here's how you can do it too. And it's still going today.
0: Yes. And I just filmed with her for her podcast. So you can go listen to me and check out all the other podcast episodes as well. I, you know, I want to touch on something that you did because I think it's so important. Um, For you, it was a death that helped you to sort of crystallize kind of what you wanted to do. And I think for many people, we will be on that little hamster wheel and then something will come to fruition. I think for a lot of photographers, that was probably COVID, right? But but it is a thing that you need to really focus on. And I always say, keep that focus for you. It's your faith and your family, right? Um, for me also, it's the same thing. And when I keep that in focus, as I'm running my business on a daily basis, it really helps to crystallize what I need to be doing next and next and next. And I don't run off with all of my fun, crazy ideas as much because I'm a multi-passionate person, just like you are. Um, So I think that's really important to talk about. Um, Tell me, okay, so Obviously, that intro was really amazing. The whole, um, you know, increase leads today, no matter what stage of business you're in. So I definitely want to jump in and really hit that hard. So why don't you dive in and let us know a little bit about that?
1: Of course. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about, um, you know, not just supplying photographers, but really any small business owner with is that regardless of the stage that you are in your business, Honestly, the way that we get leads is pretty much one and the same. I think the only difference is for those of you that choose to ever dip your toe in a paid advertising that comes at a much later time. Um, but to be honest, I've never run a single paid ad in my life. And so there's that. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there too. So that's not one of the strategies we're going to talk about today.
0: Perfect. I'm glad to hear that because I'm the same way. I'm like, I will not, even with Pinterest, organic, 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 organic.
1: Yes, yes. And I, I mean, and I do believe at some point that paid advertising can be helpful. It's just it's really cool to say that in all these years, I haven't, you know, run a penny into paid ads yet. And look what we've been able to do with it. So I think that's
0: consistent marketing always. Always will help you like with paid ads, you pay, you're getting the leads, but if you don't have a system in place already, then once you stop paying all those leads go away. So I think the whole organic marketing plan is so much better.
1: Yes. And one of the things, uh, it's funny how we started at the end here, but with paid advertising, what the only thing that I wanted to say about it is I try to tell people all it does is amplify. It, it pours the fire, the fuel on what you already have going. The problem that I see, which is bringing me to the to the golden tip before we get into the four strategies here, is you have to know who it is who the target market is who the ideal client is that you're trying to reach or none of this matters you are going to be spinning your wheels and wasting your time and so you have to pinpoint and you have to be crystal clear on who is it that i am trying to attract into my business and help because at the end of the day we all are giving a transformation we're all giving a solution i know you teach the exact same thing and if you don't know what that is and who you're trying to give that solution and transformation for your marketing will fall flat every single time. So
0: yes, and add on that too, I think you could even have an idea of your ideal client and the person that you're like specifically speaking to. But so often, especially when we're new in business, we really are like open to everybody. And for sure, you can work with everyone, but when you're speaking to your ideal client, you really do want to niche down into that specific area so that it is even more effective.
1: So I am the like the niche queen. You can ask my audience if there's one thing that I say all the time, like what's the number one topic Brooke talks about? It's niching because it is important. I don't care what anyone tells you. Amazing that they've been able to run their business, but if you wanna seriously double your leads, then you will niche down sorry, but not sorry at the same time. Right.
0: (laughs) I totally agree. And I don't know if I overstepped on that as a strategy, but I, when you touched on it, I just think it's so, it's so important. And the fear in a new business is I just want to work. I just want to bring money in. Right. But I promise if you start off by that niching technique, it'll, it'll, it'll be so much quicker growth.
1: Yes, and if you don't believe me, I have several episodes on my podcast. If you want to come over and listen to them of my clients, my students telling you what was the pinpoint, the number one thing that changed your business. It was, it was niching down. Oh, surprise, surprise, right? So, okay. So once you do that and you're able to get in this headspace and really start identifying who that client is and building out. And here's the thing, people will say like client avatar, blah, 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 blah. I don't need you to sketch her up for me. I don't care what color hair she has. I don't care about any of that. What I care about is your person on the inside. What are their values? What are their interests? why what's the problem that they're having and then what are the symptoms that they're experiencing because of that problem right and then what is the solution that you're going to provide to them that's what I mean by digging into this person and understanding them it doesn't have to be demographics sometimes that matters most of the time it doesn't so that's just important to know as well sometimes stage of life things like that but once you know who that is then you're going to be able to follow these strategies that we're going to dive into. But was there anything else that you wanted to say specifically about ideal client?
0: (laughs) No, I, I, I really appreciate that because if you look at the majority of the education out there, it's name this person, what's their age, what's their job, what, and I love, love, love how you said, it's all about the inside, what they value because what they value, they'll pay for. <laughs> Let's awesome. just put it out that way. So I, brilliant. Keep moving on. <laughs> I'm loving it.
1: <laughs> okay, I love it. Okay, so... That kind of gives a good backbone there. Again, there's episodes here on your podcast, episodes on my podcast. If you want to step-by-step, how do I figure this out? There is resources for you. But I really want to spend time today giving you some strategies. These are going to be starting points. And then later on, I'll tell you how you can learn more strategies to double your leads. But the first one is, and this is the most obvious and the most underutilized Go back to all of the clients that you have already had, all the ones that said yes. I've already worked with you, I love you, I found you, I I wanna share you with my friends and family, and utilize them. So as a photographer specifically for me, I teach other photographers to go back to all of their past clients that they have ever used and utilize them to get as a marketing strategy. So for example, once a year, I'll go back and I will ask my clients, hey, this is just for you guys, and the public cannot even see me telling them this, right? hey, I'm going to run a giveaway just for you guys. All you have to do to enter to win X prize, which is typically usually like session credit. So I'm also gaining business from my clients and I'm getting them to bring me new ones. I tell them exactly like, here's what to do. Go share your favorite picture that I took from your session from whenever it was. And then whenever you're writing your caption on social media, I just want you to explain a little bit about like, what was your favorite part of working with me? Or, you know, what was it that you, uh, like, what was your, yeah, basically like, what was your favorite thing? And there's, there's several questions that I give. That is first and foremost, the easiest way. And any industry and any business owner can go back and utilize the people who already said yes to you to get, to use their word of mouth. That, that is a great way, free, F-R-E, it's free <laughs> that I'm, you can. I've done this myself
0: and yet you turned it into a strategy when it's something that I just sort of innately did. Brilliant, because you're not only asking them to share that information, which you then can use in all of your marketing, right? The type of words that they said, but you're also giving them a slight discount so that you have can bring in even more business. So it's really gaining business on two fronts. Brilliant.
1: Yes, I call it a win-win. It's a win for them. It's a win for you. And honestly, it's a win for you, no matter how you spin it, you know, unless they just don't do anything with it. Okay, that's fine. But to incentivize. And the thing too is to get really specific with the time frame. the quicker that time frame can be. And this is why people waste their time with giveaways anyway. It's never specific. It's really generic. And
0: that's a cold generic. lead anyway. Yeah, they don't even know exactly. you. So I agree.
1: Exactly, exactly. But here's the thing. If you're asking your clients and, and here's a, here's a caveat too to this, if you worked with someone and you did not like working with them, you don't have to include them. I'm sorry. It's your business. And it's you can not do- all your clients. It's the clients you really enjoyed working Absolutely. with so that you get more of them. That's so smart. Yeah, that's it. And that's the point. What's the best way to get another client like them? Have them share with their own circle. That is, I mean, guys, I've built my business on relationship marketing. That's it. That is the definition of relationship marketing right there. So that's number one. Don't overlook the people that have already said yes to you. Um, Even for myself as an advanced strategy I do overlook this so often. And it's just one of those got to bring you back to the basics. So that's number one. That That, that was like
0: a a little to do on my list that I haven't done. Also, when you get to a certain space in your industry, in your experience and your business, sometimes you forget those things that actually helped you to grow in the first place. And this one is one for me. So thanks.
1: (laughs) Of course, of course. Okay, so the second one, I want to go to another obvious place here, and that is. And this is all about like, you're asking yourself, how can I get in front of this type of person or this type of clientele that I'm wanting to draw in to uh, purchase my services or products? And so social media, obviously we all have one. We all have one. The question is, where are they hanging out? Which one do they prefer? And this is the number one thing that my clients hate that I do and tell them, but it's, I don't care that you love Instagram are your people over there? Because if they're not and they're actually hanging over on Facebook or they're scrolling through some other platform, right? And typically Facebook and Instagram are your two options. I know there's TikTok, I know there's Twitter, but we're talking about the main two that people are actually getting on to be in their local communities and family and friends type type situations. And so again, it's not what you want to be on, it's where are they hanging out on a daily basis. And the best place to figure that out is to ask them, just ask them or look, just be, have you been on Instagram for a year and you've consistently tried to grow and you haven't booked a single client? Probably not where you want to be, right? A lot of times it does come down to strategy. You're probably not following the correct strategy, but you're also spreading yourself too thin if you're trying to show up everywhere as well. You just need one, one main platform and I do surveys this goes back to number one that's why I put them in the order that I did is because go back to the clients that you've had and just simply ask them and say hey out of curiosity here's a poll right I'm going to pull you on my Instagram stories or I'm going to send an email out and you ask them and then you go with the most popular picked platform so you're not spreading yourself thin because you can't even keep up with the one platform anyway And make sure to
0: include Pinterest.
1: (laughs) Of course, which I'm not actually going to include that as a strategy because you have that one covered, but I promise you it's listed.
0: Perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Keep going. Loving this.
1: Yes. Okay. So a little bit more with social media before we move on to the other two is once you've picked that primary platform, I really want to encourage you to go all in And look at the latest strategies that are working. You can't keep using outdated tactics. And so I'm going to use Instagram as my example here, because that is where the majority of my people are. And even the local boutiques I've noticed have a huge Instagram following as well. And so if, You know, my clients are shopping at these boutiques. They're on Instagram. So I can have an account too, where they'll follow me as well. But it's getting into their headspace and thinking, what are are they doing? Stories. I watch stories 90% of the time that I am on Instagram. So I don't need to be wasting my time posting 90% of the time on the feed. I need to be in my stories, having DM conversations, watching other people's stories, replying back and forth. That's it right? So I think it's, you need to get very specific about what you're doing. And then I have a whole side tangent. We're not going on, but it's what is, what branding are you infusing into all of these platforms? Because a lot of people are cold and dry. They're hiding behind a logo. There's no, there's no branding and anything on it. Right. And maybe, maybe another episode we'll come back and we'll jam out on that one, but that's a huge mistake that people are making. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and oftentimes when people think branding, they think logos and colors and, and things like that, but it's also your brand voice. For instance, I will never say hello there. I'm, Hey, what's up? Like that's that's me, right? You want to make sure that you're not trying to be so professional that you're not using the verbiage or the way that you speak, because that's what It's going to get people drawn in is when you're authentic. And when you think about things too much, chances are it comes off as inauthentic.
1: Yes, 100%. So social media is a great way, but I want you to simplify where you're showing up, go all in and then pay attention to what's working and show up in that way and then infuse your branding there. So um, that one could go on for days and days and days, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) That could be a
0: whole podcast.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. The third way, which I know you're gonna love too, is SEO utilizing keywords all over the place. Your Pinterest utilizing keywords in your social media. This is the thing. SEO, you get to take it and you get to sprinkle it everywhere, everywhere. And that's the thing. A lot of you, I'd say a good, I'd say a good chunk of you because I know my audience, and if your audience is anything like mine the problem is you're not using them at all you've you've never taken the time to learn seo keywords specifically and i'm talking about the basic stuff or you're using them incorrectly so keywords work and you know what the best part of seo is it's something working for you in the background and you're just quarterly coming in and just making sure everything's up to date. You're just making sure when you're blogging, you know, and your regular blog strategy, you're making sure that you're utilizing those keywords in the correct way. And then your website is set up and you're just refreshing it once a quarter. And then at the year, at the end of the year, I like to do one big rehaul and just kind of update everything, new branding, not, not necessarily switching colors, but like updating the images and updating the copy and things like that. So... SEO is a long game strategy, which is why you guys like to do number one and number two. But then I say this number three strategy and you're like, yeah, I know I should do that. Let me write it on my to-do list and then you never do it. So please, please, please make 2023 different and do it. Go utilize SEO keywords. And
0: for any of those out there, and there are, I know I've heard from some people who don't have a blog I promise you a blog is the number one way to have reciprocal, like getting out there analytics on an ongoing basis. When you look at all the social media, blogs last around two and a half years, a blog post. So if you're going to be spending time somewhere, make sure that your return on your time investment is considered. So if you're not using a blog, I highly recommend you do.
1: Yeah, and to prove your point, um, if you want to, pull up your phone, whoever is listening, pull up your phone, go to Google, type in the phrase of something that you're wanting to learn, okay? So how to market on Instagram in 2023. Like, let's just get specific. Watch what pops up. It's going to be YouTube videos, blogs that link back to people's websites, especially the big marketing gurus, right? And then it's going to pull up some additional like resources and stuff like that. And but 90, 90- <laughs> and Pinterest. Yes, of course you and told Pinterest. me that. I know,
0: it's great.
1: Yes, it does. That's the coolest thing is you'll see YouTube, you'll see Pinterest, you'll see social media links too. Because if somebody is just happens to have those keywords in their, um, in their bio or in yes. their username or something like that, that's going to pop up. But you're going to notice that the results are blogs.
0: Crazy. Yeah. and when somebody is considering working with you and they're on your website they want to click on a blog and learn more get some tips it's that whole building of that know like and trust and blogs are a great way to do that it makes you a real person with a storefront if you will
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I utilize SEO when I'm trying to search for someone, hire someone for something, all the things. So SEO is, it's a must. It is a must. Don't go another year without utilizing it correctly. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the last one that I have, it's, I'm just, this is what I have found to be true. You have a podcast. I have a podcast, so I want to talk about it one of the ways to get in front of your target market is to find the find their audience to get in front of another audience for that visibility of what you have so for example Jen and I right we we have value and that's amazing but we also are being strategic about these podcast conversations that we're having you know neither one of us are selfish people that are like okay come on here because I actually just want to be you know, visible, but we're being strategic. I knew that Jen had an amazing, you know, piece of value, a topic she could come on my show and talk about and vice versa, which is why I'm here. But the cool thing is, you didn't know about me before I came on the show. You're a whole new audience. So Jen's utilizing my audience and I'm utilizing Jen's audience to find our target market. So for the photographers that are listening, hi, hello, I'm proving that this strategy works. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing.
0: Absolutely. And I always say somewhere in every single podcast, you know, if you found some value and you, it resonated with you, go contact them, go find out the different free resources they have and potentially work with them. Like, it. I. I agree. I think podcasting. So many people think, "Oh, I've got to start a podcast," and that's that's not the case. You could be a podcast guest without all the back end work of a podcast and still reach bigger and wider audiences that way. Brilliant, Brooke. Brilliant. Yeah.
1: So- So you definitely don't have to start one, but, you know, we're talking about blogging and we're talking about SEO and all these things and long, like doing strategies that are truly going to work for you while you're doing other things that you like to do rather than, you know, pour all your time into your business, because I, I don't know about you, but I'm like, how can I save time? How can I work less? That seems to be like the number one question. So I want to encourage some of you. Some of you probably are called to start a podcast. And the reason why is because you can utilize SEO, number three. Then you share it to social media, number two. And then you're getting in front of your ideal client and use, utilizing your past clients on your show and stuff. But I do want to utilize if and say this too. Like if you're not wanting to go podcast at all, that's okay, because I have a secondary option, which is to do video swaps and Instagram or yeah, Instagram lives, interview swaps, Facebook group lives, group uh, trainings, all the things. There's other ways, but ask yourself, how can I get in front of someone else's audience and bring value to get in front of my target market? That's all that you're doing with the strategy.
0: Brilliant. Smart, 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 smart. Smart. Everyone thinks about the typical way of marketing and, um, and that seems unatypical, I guess, but it is, I love having a podcast. If you love talking and you have time to give to that process, podcasting is great, but you can also be a podcast guest. That's the cool thing.
1: Yes, you can. Um, but that is truly where your your blogging and your branding and your social media presence, if you want to have one of those, right? That's where everything becomes so important. That's why you want to make sure you're going through these strategies so that you can do number four and become a podcast guest as well. So
0: yes. Ugh, amazing. Okay. Okay. What I always like asking this of my guests because we get such a wide variety of answers, and each each one of them can resonate with someone else in the audience. So, what are three things that have helped you to grow your business? They could be tools. It could be advice. It could be anything. And I probably have a guess on one of them. But I want to know what your three things are.
1: I feel like I actually have way more than three, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna rein it on in. Number one, Um, And I say this every single time I invested in mentors and coaches and I always, because I'm one of those people where I'm very high driven. I don't need somebody to push me to do something, but I do want the accountability. I want the advice. I want the, the outside perspective. And so as scary as it is to invest in a coach or a mentor, I absolutely love it and highly recommend it. That is the fastest way that I grew my business was linking arms with someone who did what I did and is living out what I want. So that's number one.
0: <laughs> Ooh, did what I did and living out what I want to live. That is a brilliant way to put it.
1: Yes, it, choose your mentors wisely. That's a side tangent there. Okay, number two, number two, my podcast. Guys, I started my podcast in 2019 with an audience of zero. There was not one person that was like, Brooke, you should start a podcast. I didn't even truly, truly understand. I knew I wanted to help photographers, but I didn't, I had niched at that point. I really wasn't quite sure how I was going to help them. Nobody was asking for it. I just truly felt called to start a podcast. And and like you said, like I'm a speaker, I'm a teacher. It's just kind of in me. I'm wired that way. And I would much rather show up in not not looking fancy to my podcast mic and knock out four episodes then have a youtube channel where i feel like i have to dress up which i do see the value in youtube as well but i started my podcast with zero audience in 2019 and guys were ranked one percent in the entire world and we're celebrating 400 thousand downloads so this goes to show you can start with zero And you can, you know, you can grow it. And that is how I built my authority. And it is the number one uh, revenue generator in my business. So that's number two. Brilliant.
0: And I had heard of your podcast when we spoke so that it is a very, very good podcast. I started mine in 2018 and did very little with it. (laughs) Yeah. Point taken. If you don't, do podcasts on your podcast. If you don't do episodes, nothing happens. Finally, we've gotten a ton of momentum, but it it's taken some time for sure.
1: I love that though. Yes. That's so important. Um, I mean, yes, I, if I did anything consistently and never stopped, it was this podcast. I, we took a one month break one month because I thought I wanted to pivot and do something else and I wound up saying, nope, got all the clarity <laughs> I need. We're right back in the We're right back over here. So um yes, okay, the third thing, this is the faith side of me speaking because truly this is what helps me drive um every decision in my life and that is that is my faith that's my relationship with god prayer and journaling and reading my bible i'm telling you has helped guide me for the last however many years i've been in business nine years and then four years in the online space and so my faith has played a major role in helping me get to where i am
0: that's the one I could have guessed (laughs) just from talking to you. I totally, I get it. And I feel it from you. That's amazing. All right. Before we get to the gift that Brooke has so generously agreed to share with the audience, tell everyone about your services that you provide in case anyone listening really wants to take a next step with you, especially those photographers out there.
1: Of course. Yeah. So uh, my tip number one was joining, linking arms with the coach, and so I have two ways to really get in there and do that. And the first one is the one-on-one coaching aspect. So there's different containers that you can that you can do. We can do a one-time thing, or we can do an ongoing, you know, 90-day accountability coaching thing to help you get further in your business. Um, and then the second thing is I have a signature program that has. Proven. It has absolutely proven itself over and over and over. And that is my full time blueprint for photographers. We have over 230 photographers that have gone through this program in the last three years. And I help you build the entire framework for how to get that profitable, sustainable, and full time business so that you're not. And an all-consuming, wasting all your time and neglecting your family. So those are the two main ways to work with me.
0: Fantastic. And then why don't you just describe very briefly what your freebie is so and how it will help the audience?
1: Yes. Okay. So it's right in line with today's topic. So one of the number one complaints that I hear is you know, like what you I, I love to ask questions to my audience. It's my favorite thing. things. I want their feedback to help direct my content. And so I always ask the question every three months, what is the biggest frustration you have right now in your business? And it is always lack of leads, no leads, uh ghosting in my inquiries. I need more bookings, all the things. So all of that, I'm like, okay, if this is your number one frustration, here here's your solution. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you up to a level to where then you're ready to work with me in another capacity. So I have a double your leads freebie for every single one of you. There's 15 ways. Uh, I believe some of these ways we talked about today are in there, but I go in depth of all 15 ways for you to really double your leads, implement these, and you're going to get a really cool email sequence with it. That is going to hold you accountable and give you additional tips for not getting ghosted and all the fun things. So if you want to double your leads, that is my free gift for you.
0: I love it. And what is the best way that people can get in contact with you if they want to take this conversation further?
1: Yeah. Come find me on Instagram. It's at Brooke Janae photo. That's the best way I'm in my DMs checking it usually once or twice a day. And it's my favorite thing to hear people say, I heard you on someone's podcast. It was so great. And then here's, here's the cool win that I had. So definitely come over tell me what your favorite tip was. Tell me if you want me to go further into one. I'm more than happy to do that in the DMs.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Your valuable advice, of course, but also your time. Time is very hard when we're running multiple businesses at this point. And if you guys have found some ideas or tips to implement in your business, we would love for you to let us know. Let Brooke know, let me know. We wanna hear what things were really resonated with you. Now, as I always say at the end of every podcast, go out there and do something good for your business. And maybe that should include snagging Brooke free gift, and then taking action. We can get all the education we want in this world, but if we don't take action, we are not gonna be making any changes in our business. All right, thanks, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.